0: It's raining outside, it's lawyer talk, and we've got the climatologist. He's shaking his head, he doesn't like that. we got part two of our scientific method introduction. This one's called the case for global warming, Hmm. right? Could be. (laughs) <laughs> so, uh, we, maybe we should set it up a little better so we got jay simon's back uh, and, and for all the millions of listeners you already know this for the millions of more that are tuning in for the first time you should go back to your podcast feed and check this out we got jay simon's back we talked about a bunch of stuff last time about the earth geology science in general and, and we did a nice interview over on the show at five eleven. you can check that out on youtube but uh that should be that should be dropping real soon uh, but I, I think at the end of that, we all felt like it was uh, an incomplete symphony. More needed to be done.
1: And when you say more, uh, what do you mean by more?
0: Well, I mean, we had all sorts of questions. I don't even know where we left off. But you, you said if next time you'd bring documentation, and here I see up on the monitor yeah. at Studio C here at 511, channel511.com. So, uh, where do we start with all this? I guess let's 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 go back to basics. I mean, among the things we kicked around was the concept of global warming, the concept of client change or client. You can tell I'm a lawyer. (laughs) Climate change, and then uh, either on or off the air. I can't remember now. Of course, we are off the record on the air. Uh, We talked a little bit about like uh, the polar shifts and the poles, like polar north is moving. Um, there's just all sorts of crazy stuff going on. It sounds like a Hollywood movie.
1: Well, that's the basis for like the, uh, kernels of truth.
0: And we're going to talk about that
1: is what we got into late in that podcast, late in the podcast. We talked about kernels of truth. Like the first hour we were talking about just, okay. General science, scientific method.
0: Don't be shy, man. Get up on the microphone. There you go.
1: Um, science, scientific method, uh, geology, climatology. Um, and then that morphed into other areas.
0: All right, so it's uh, aliens, aliens, and pyramids and such. Well, so no aliens here. So you're a, you're a geologist. You're a trained geologist, right. and you're a professional geologist, meaning you do that for a living.
1: Yes, I hold uh, professional licenses, and
0: uh, in the environmental and um, engineering geology. Gotcha. Uh, so areas. If somebody's land needs cleaned up, you can test it and assist in that regard. You got it. All right. And I had you come in because in my practice and, and day in, day out, I see these references to science. And, you know, I had to dust off the old fifth grade science book and look up the scientific method. But I thought, well, I'll call Jay. He's a scientist. He'll know all about it. And then we got to talking about all sorts of stuff.
1: That is correct.
0: And what bugs me, bugs probably the right word, is that it seems like people in my profession, and you go to a courtroom, people are willing to abandon the method uh, to reach a result. And that's sort of the, that's what got us going on all this. And mm-hmm. the next thing you know, we're talking about all sorts of crazy stuff with the earth. So now I'm looking at this graph, the scientific method. You actually have it.
1: Yeah. So I, I brought my, my I brought my computer and just a bunch of stuff that I've collected over the years um, after you, and especially after you and I started talking, um, you want to know more about the scientific method. Well, here's a flow chart. Um, it starts off, ask a question. Do background research, construct a hypothesis, test with experiment the hypothesis, analyze results, and draw a conclusion. Hypothesis true, report results. Hypothesis false or partially true, think again, go back to your hypothesis and adjust it.
0: Think and try again. So ask a question. And this, uh, what we're looking at, and we should post this. We'll post this up on uh, with our feed here. But ask yeah. a question. Do ba- and there's these arrows going down. Do background research from there, construct a hypothesis, meaning try to figure out why you think that's happening. Right. Figure out your own answer. Right. Try to, yeah. Yeah. And then figure out an experiment to test your own answer. Correct. And then analyze the results of that experiment and try to reach some conclusions. And if it turns out that you are wrong, your hypothesis is wrong, uh, you gotta report the results and or go back to the beginning and try again if it's false. Then, uh, if it's true, obviously that's great stuff. Now, here's where here's my question because somewhere baked into this, I recall from my my troubled youth, that if you ask a question, you have a hypothesis. Your first endeavor is to try to prove it wrong. I mean, you want to take this Correct. position that you want to make sure, like you take the other side and say, "I'm going to do everything I can to prove this wrong." And if one thing shows up, then you have to go back and reform.
1: Correct, and that's in, that's in the 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 literal and the perfect scientific method of when you're doing stuff like in a lab or in academia, that's exactly what you do. Um, In practice, I use this every day. um, And, I mean, what we do is our product is a report. So it can be geologic or engineering or whatever. And we test soils and we say, all right, we think it's going to be this. It ends up being this. And then in our report, we just say, all right, then you have to Take into account these different conditions. And you do that by such and such. So you don't
0: necessarily it's not absolutely you don't have to start perfect.
1: over. You don't have to start over. But it's I use this every day. I mean that's what have, we do.
0: You have to adjust and then mm-hmm. like you said, think and try again. Well, right. That's interesting. But I think what I took from the
2: last podcast <clears throat> that was a little confusing for me was I guess not confusing but unfortunate, is that people are just making their own data now to fit the well.
1: That is, they're putting the cart before the horse, so they have a result, and then they construct everything else to come to that result.
0: Remember that show? And that's
1: st- not science. That's, that's that's something else.
0: You know what a perfect example is? On Netflix, there was a show called, I always bring it back to the law, because that's what we are, but there was a show called The Staircase. Yeah. Do you watch that one, Jay? You saw the the precursor to it, but anyway, there's a staircase, and they the state, the government that was prosecuting the case hired these lab people or experts to go try to see now their hypothesis was the guy threw it down the stairs or something and uh there was blood spatter everywhere and they went out and did exactly what you're talking about they went out And the scientist, the quote scientist, started with the supposition that the guy killed this girl or this woman, and that's what caused the blood spatter. So they started with what they thought happened and tried like a thousand times until the one time that it worked, it fit, and then that's your story. And then they went into court and testified about it. Later, got exposed, and I mean, literally, people were disciplined. It was that bad.
1: Well, as it should be, because that's well, especially in law. I mean, this is basically a logic argument. Yeah, and. I would imagine in your in law. I mean, didn't that happen in OJ? Weren't there s- certain aspects of like the glove or something that well, the cr- uh, scene was. It was yeah. a different. Yeah, it was a conclusion instead of what really happened. It
0: was some of this they took apart because of stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But so here's anyway. what
1: th-
2: this debate I feel like is is it's almost like when we have a victim that believes it. So we know based on some of our investigation, maybe it couldn't have happened the way she's saying it happened in the criminal case but they believe it. It's not that they're right. intentionally lying, they actually believe that that's what happened. I feel like some of these whether you're on either side of the argument here, whether you believe there's global warming or you don't, the people that are on either side believe it and they're relying on certain things, pointing to certain things like for instance they're pointing to things NASA's saying. Right. But I guess if NASA's coming out with the wrong info or trying to skew their info to help they're,
1: them, well, it's it is Or not out
2: showing that- the full not showing the full spectrum of the info they're just they're they're picking and choosing and showing you you showed me a a chart earlier yeah and it went from 1900
1: to today i do Mm -hmm. believe it was around there yes and then you were showing me that the data they are using are from like 64 to today right and it shows warming yeah but that completely discounts the 1930s which is the highest on record so the average temperature if you take the whole graph it's we're cooling with a couple blips the whole graph
0: so what is good data in temperature I mean, I, I, I presume that good is a, is a relative term, but what is the best data, well, I suppose, in temperature all the way back and how far does it go?
1: Well, we have, the United States has the best data temperatures because we have more of them and it goes back into the 1800s. All right. Now, certainly things have changed over the years, so you have to make sure that you're, wherever you're taking, these are just, this is just surface data. Okay. So I'm not even talking about well, what's I, happening in the atmosphere that's even more different and more precise now. But we don't have the sample size because we didn't have satellites back in eighteen hundreds. So if you just well, go Well, I mean the aliens did, but we didn't. Well yeah. <laughs> um, if you go back to the eighteen hundreds and you look at the data sets, and there's a, a gentleman by the name of Tony Heller, and he is the expert, as far as I can tell, in dissecting all this stuff. He used to work at the Bureau of Climatology. This guy's got many degrees. He's an engineer, he's They're- an electrical engineer, he's a geologist, he's a sedimentologist. He, long story short, he got uh, disenfranchised from the climate debate because he's like, your data's not right. So now his mission has been to say data's not right and he's raising the red flag. It's like that's, I don't know what that is, but it's not
0: all right, so Correct. let me let me so, see if I can summarize this. There's this guy named uh, what's his first Tony name? Tony Heller. Tony Heller. Yeah. So Tony Heller used to wor- work for like the World Congress of Climatology or something. What's the, what's the organization called? It,
1: it's uh it's uh, like the United States Climate Bureau something but like that. But a government a
0: government department oh, yeah, or is it yeah. a yeah, uh, government guy, funded?
1: All and right. he's an environmentalist, an environmentalist, so he is, you know, left, but I don't think he's that far left anymore because He's basically been sidelined to saying you're wrong.
0: Because his data is like, so he... But he's
1: getting all his data from what they're giving him. And and he has compiled it all. You know, just here's the raw data, here are the links, go look at it. And he also, the really cool thing, he developed a uh, some kind of algorithm. And he has access to this historical um, archive of newspapers. So he'll back up all this stuff... Of if they say this has never happened before, he goes, well, in 1888, this is what was reported in the Des Moines Central Star. Yeah, like a storm or a like, tornado yeah, or something. Yeah, and, and ridiculous, catastrophic stuff has happened. Um, and that's been his point. It's like, no, this, you know, just pump the brakes on the alarmism. This has happened before. And we only have 150 years of data anyway.
0: Yeah, now, it, what's interesting to me, I, I guess— Here's where if there's somebody on the other side, they start clubbing you because they're like, no, right. you can't, you can't. But I don't think anybody here is, I'm not anyway, saying, what I'm saying is I have no idea because I don't, I don't know anything about this stuff. But I just started digging into it and asking questions like, well, where do they get this information? Mm-hmm. I, I sort of treated Jeff like I would an expert in a courtroom. Mm-hmm. Let's just act like we're idiots. And we are obviously on this stuff. So let's act though. And then let's just start asking questions.
1: But you're starting at the correct point. Like what You're is starting going on, right? At ask a question instead of my, no, this is my hypothesis, and I know it's true. So this, then you cherry pick the data points that fit into that,
0: and then there you go. Well, this is like I'll give you another legal example. This was like uh, remember we interviewed Satawa, you were here for some of that. Mark Satawa, friend mm-hmm. of mine, great lawyer up in uh, Detroit area, Michigan, and uh, we we were talking about this kind of stuff. When you get what we're really talking about is this concept called confirmation bias, where you yes. want it to be something, yes, and so no matter what what is given to you or what you discover after you start with that belief, you somehow come up with a, a narrative or a version to match your belief and make it work. And everybody does this on all sides. It's not just climate. It's, Correct. It happens all yeah. the time. We deal with it in courtroom all the time. And he was talking about, I think it was Barry Sheck had the, uh, unindicted co-ejaculator. You know, it's like when DNA comes back years later and exonerates the guy, they say, well, yeah. he still did it, but it must've been his co-defendant who nobody knows about. Right. That's right. how strong people are about this stuff. Correct. And it's, uh, it's like uh, you, you can't, there's no arguing with that. That There's no rational argument there.
1: There, there isn't, and uh, my intent is just I want to look at all the data, and the data is not saying what they're saying. And if you're telling me that we're going to burn up in 11 years and you need $21 trillion of our money, really, how are you going to fix it?
0: What is the worst alarm? 1% the have hit it. <laughs> we can't we can't afford not to do it. We're what is take the, that
2: money and pay my student loans off first? That's all I'm saying. They're going to do all of that. <laughs> it's going to happen no matter
0: what. That's all happening. Uh, what is the worst? What is as bad as it gets? Right, like if you believe the world's uh, biggest alarmist, what is is how bad that's is a, the climate? That's a
1: great question because right now every democratic on at least that side,
0: Elite politics. I mean, what is got, the
1: well? What I'm saying is, so what are they pushing now? This Green New Deal and everything, and what is. What is the basis of that? Okay, that was 12 years now down to 11 years. All right, it's catastrophe. Is well, that what a they're great, saying? They're saying like, 11 years? Yeah, that's... They, they that's like, have, okay. she gets years. over the top. No, <sighs> but every one of them, like they're about a month to or two it. ago, they had 20 of them up there, and to a person. See that they, they gotta, they gotta
2: think long term for this. You gotta pick a date that's a
1: little bit further out. It's like, like eleven years is gonna happen to be at least time. after you years. die. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Well, and my point is I've heard this my entire life. We were talking beforehand. First it started with in the seventies, it was global, global cool. cooling. Yeah. The I remember that. Glaciers my dad talking are gonna come that. down. Yeah. Yep. You know, now, ever since about eighty seven, eighty eight, it's global warming. Mm-hmm. Um, and this guy goes through just he can do an hour on how that—there was a press conference in D.C., and the one climate guy who came up with this um, just had it on the hottest day that that it had been in, like, 15 years, so everybody was sweating. The A.C. was turned off, and they don't know if it was broken or intentionally turned off.
0: Yeah.
2: Really? Uh,
0: that what, what <laughs> yeah,
2: nonsense.
1: It's— it's out there. It just. Well, seems- why, why is well? Let me ask you this: Why is that so absurd? When that, that's when, frustrating to when me. When now, yeah. we're being told. I mean, think about this: If you're a, a kid and daddy, in 11 years, are we really going to die? Yeah, that's what's happening. That yeah. is happening yeah. right
0: now. No, my kids are coming home and saying like, like one of these things that that I that was uh, either disseminated or part of it was this: like how to have a conversation with your parents about, <laughs> about yeah. how they can be more. Uh, how to save the planet or something. And it's like, they give like these kids a question list of things to ask your parents about what you're doing. I mean, it almost makes me want to go. I mean, mean, it's, it's insane.
1: Well, right. So then, then you ask yourself, okay, let's assume that that's happening. I know we covered this, but let's literally go through if that's going to happen, what would world leaders, what would the wealthiest people, what would people on the coast be doing? Would they be buying real estate? Would they be?
0: Well, I mean, you can say that or you can just say, look, they don't know either. Or you can say, how would they know? They're not smart enough. It takes the world's elite to tell us what's going to happen. They just don't believe it either, and they're going to lose. But all Somebody's got to yeah. be at the heart of it. If and this buying... is some
2: big to dupe the public and to give them the money, there's got to be somebody. Well, now you're going to get me going. Well, but you know,
0: let's let's. I, mean, let look, I don't say, know what yeah. I don't
2: know what to, I know. Jay and I, everything Jay said mm-hmm. makes sense to me, but I know that it's been like pounded into my brain through everything with I, global warming and Jeff.
0: I love that you're
2: Speakers here. and things like that. Because... It's like I don't know what to. Well,
0: here's the thing. I mean, this is like we do this all the time in court. You go over to court. And somebody's like, oh, no, this is how we always do it. This is just what we're going to do. And you start to question it. And people at first are just totally, totally, they hate it. They can't stand it. We always do it this way. Well, why? Can't we do something a little bit easier? We could just do this. And they look at you like, no, this is how we always do it. And and that's sort of like when I asked somebody I know <laughs> about some of this stuff. And it's like it, the, the response I get is everybody believes it. Everybody says it's happening. Every scientist agrees, and so we've got this consensus. And if you disagree with the consensus, even ask a question, you get clubbed.
1: Ask Willie Soon. Ask Tony Heller. Yeah, and the ninety-seven percent consensus that came from just a group of scientists that were together that believed it anyway. Yes. And so then that became, you know, it was say, and it
0: wasn't just believe what they're touting it as now. I mean, it was like it was it was less definitive than are we all going to die in 12 years? Correct. It was more like, is it is it possible that our humans are causing global climate sh- changes? And it's like, I, I mean, that's different than saying, are we all going to die? Is this a catastrophic thing that well, carbon dioxide correct. is going to kill us?
1: And that's the other thing is the, the polling and how they ask the questions.
0: Well, of course, right? And, and that's absolutely it.
1: Um, now, there are, and I've tried to catalog that before, and I can pull those numbers back up. Uh, no, it's probably 52% of the scientists out there say, yeah, global warming – is happening. It's negligible uh, from CO2 for sure. Well, that was the other thing. And, the poll didn't discuss and, degree. And what we're doing is even more negligible than that.
0: Interesting. Well, what's this headline so, you got up here?
1: Uh, this is just some. I just started following the money. So you start looking at the players and you start looking at, uh, you know, like, well, when the previous administration said the carbon uh, credit plan, and that was this administration that's up on the board right now. Yeah, and
2: it says he's a partner at a firm that mm-hmm. was setting up, well, what are they, and, set, small and companies and involved were, in making small grid technology.
1: So, smart grid. Oh, so yeah,
2: smart grid technology.
1: Yep. So, hmm, that sounds like windmills and all sorts of stuff. And then, you know, the uh, that uh, carbon um, credit organization is in Chicago, and they're trading it on— the Chicago Stock Exchange. Okay. So who's all involved in that? Well, mm. you start okay. looking at who's pushing this stuff. Um, and that, and hey, man, that that is subjective in and of itself. But you start following the money.
0: This is anecdotal. I'm going to take this apart. I'm going to say, look, if, if I believed, if I honestly believed that we needed to do this stuff or we're all going to die, then why wouldn't I be? smart business about it and say, oh, well, I'm going to go invest in all well, the stuff we point. need to do. I mean, that's a good point. So I guess. one doesn't, de- now the other side of the coin is, all right, if you're in a position of authority where you can convince a, the government and the people to allocate money to something that you're also invested in, well, it, it sheds a stink over your credibility too. So it's like, you, in other words, this is a classic conflict of interest. This is somebody has a hope to gain. They have a stake right. in the outcome. And, uh, now does that make it untrue? No, but it makes it, I think it makes it reasonable to say, well, how can we verify?
1: Right. Or ask, not just say, you know, and then wind, solar, bio, all that stuff is being pushed kind of out of the blue and fracking just so happened to run along with it. Um, it was very regulated and it was a hard way to go, but we have the technology and we made made it better. And, uh, it just so happens that they came out at the end, and now we're a net exporter of gas and oil and number one in the world for the so, first time ever.
0: So we are actually a net exporter. Yeah,
1: for the first time ever. It's spectacular. And they're telling us now that that's bad.
0: See, what's interesting was I remember back in even my lifetime, probably late 70s. He had a video out?
1: on the What's he
0: doing? His reaction to each little thing he's saying it's like it's like remember remember when it was like we have to the best argument before for getting rid or to uh to rid our dependence on oil on foreign oil was that opec was in control right we had all these people and we were sort of subservient to all that nonsense And we're
1: killing it right now
0: but now now
1: that's bad why is that bad
0: so we're not dependent on anybody we can just go drill and take whatever we want how long does that what is the has anybody said how long it would last at current usage didn't you um, say like 300 and some years.
1: Well, for coal, it just keeps going up because we're not mining it as much as we were. Oh, my and dad's cringing. I know. He's cringing. Um but that's ah, like 300 so your years your bias is
2: exposed. Dad's a coal miner. Yeah, no, yeah, dad works in the mining. He yeah. my whole life he has. Yeah. yeah. And he always says the answer is to drill. Yeah. That is the answer to our problems.
1: Yeah. And well, what I don't understand is why would you want to crush this economy by I mean, not well, by taking all this away,
0: it makes socialism I, easier. <laughs> well, who
1: is your guy? Who's that philosopher guy, Steve, that we were both on? Epstein. God.
0: Epstein's a that yeah, the, he's a philosopher. The, yeah. Uh, the
1: case for fossil fuels. The and case I, for fossil I could fuels. Could not make right. it better than he did. I mean, the the humanitarian case for fossil fuels, I think, is irrefutable.
0: Yeah. So what his the summary of what that position is is basically this: that if it is true that we are Causing global climate change that could potentially lead to disaster, it is not the developed Western countries that are contributing the most to it. It is the people who don't, that are undeveloped or are poor. And the one way that we know historically and statistically to raise somebody out, or raise a country, or raise a culture out of their poverty level is to give it energy because energy lets you pump water to where you need it so you can grow crops. It lets you get rid of your sewage. It lets you it basically brings you into the first world where you mm-hmm. can all of a sudden then well, make changes care about. and care. <laughs> yeah, it's like these people care about where they're getting their next meal. They don't care about turning the lights on nope. or off. They even, and, and to to and these people and I guess the, the argument goes that it is cruel to the. Impoverished folks in the world to say we're just going to cut off all our known sources of energy and just suck it up, dude. Yeah, and we know you're starving and you can't eat, but you know we've been through all that and we we can, but you can't. So sorry, and it's worth you dying Mm -hmm. uh, to save the planet. And, And you know, but you have to start with the premise, of course, that. Any changes will save the plen- Will save the planet to make the contrary position work. And your guy Epstein, you were talking about, it, he's just sort of saying, "Well, look, we can do both, can't we? Can't, can't we like if this is happening here, we can do it cleaner, or we can invest here and bring these other people out of the poverty level, and it will have a net gain of reducing greenhouse gases." That guy's name's well, Jeffrey
2: Epstein, not Jeffrey. No, it's
1: forget something that's
0: that's what you guys said it's this Jeff guy
1: epstein. this guy is fascinating no i said epstein i couldn't remember oh, his first name i can't remember his first name aaron epstein aaron maybe
0: you just go google it it's easy um,
1: just put the case for fossil fuels and uh you'll um well i have the power i can do it right here but all these windmills and 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 electric operated cars are f- so much better for for the environment aren't they jay well i like how you lead me into that one <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the batteries and and actually what's in our phones, all the rare earth minerals in the phones, your TVs, but these car batteries, what, what do they need? Six of them. What, Is like that, in a Tesla? Alex Epstein, that's it. Yeah, yeah, in a Tesla. Okay.
2: Um, My friend, a, a friend of mine that we were going back and forth about Tesla, he was saying that if you look at Tesla's business model and their success, it's been really poor. But the reason the company stays afloat is because they get government funding.
1: It's called subsidies.
2: Yeah, because like, it's
1: batteries. It's just like solar. Oh, and solar panels. What goes into the solar panels? It, like, to get like, I don't know, a pound of. My buddy say, had solar
2: panels on his roof, and that pool was warm, dude.
1: What's good for that? Yeah, that works for you know. So we got. You know, well, let me they got, just some So benefit, We're talking about bro.
0: photovoltaic cells. Yeah. How? What's the? What? What are they good for? What are they not good for? Let's start oh, there. I,
1: I back to Jared's point real quick. The mining of these rare earth minerals are is atrocious. Now we don't oh, do it. What is we that Batteries. Do it. We don't do it here. It's all in Africa or China's doing it. China. What China's doing to Africa? People really need to look into it's 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 modern day imperialism. It's ridiculous. Um, but those just to get those minerals to build these alternative sources when we have a tried and true technology right in front of us, petroleum, mm. um, it, the virtue signaling goes away once you see what's really happening. And it takes, I, I don't know the stats and I can actually research that for another pocket. We can have a podcast just on that Jared is it's like to get a pound of say molybdenum or something like that platinum. You have to move something like 330,000 cubic yards of earth it's like 150 barrels it's, of oil to get to it. Yeah. Yeah. So on, just deeper, it. It's deeper yeah. in oil? No, no, no. What what it is is you have to mine it with oil-powered vehicles. Oh, <laughs> Okay. So, it takes so it. Right. much energy to get just this one pound to I got make it. The first thing you got to do is you have to strip the trees and the everything. Plants it and the sounds vegetation. like. The first thing you have to do is you have to get
2: rid of all of that. Mm-hmm. Get rid it of that. It sounds like crap in the yeah, way. Get, right? get rid of that in the way. <laughs> we got to put
0: batteries in the mining equipment. <laughs> I, I, that's like yogurt. It takes yogurt to yeah. make yogurt. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so, how was the first yogurt ever made? I don't yeah. know, but that's uh, it's sort of like that.
1: Now, um, I, yeah, the benefits, it's once you look at if you really look at the energy that goes into all this stuff, I, it's, it's a no-brainer. It's not even close. Well, then
2: I've heard other things about the batteries, like, you know, years from now, well, how do you dispose, oh, yeah, do you of, dispose them and of them and things of them, like right? that. Right,
1: know? and that's, that is a huge environmental liability waiting to happen. Yeah. And who works on them now? Does anybody? I don't even know. I, you got a heard, special dealer. Well, what I heard is that that like your normal shop guys, like where I go to, they hate working on these things or don't work on them at all. So I don't know just why that is. You're going to have to go back well, through an computer. authorized dealer or going in through them to work on it. And then what do you do whenever somebody runs a red light and cuts a Tesla in half? Because you can't just oh, yeah. take that to a normal junkyard. They won't. Oh, they, they, won't they won't take, take it. They won't take. Yeah, it's kind of like these. Uh, the um uh, what we we're talking windmills. These what if I windmills? take the
2: double A's out of it? There's <laughs> I not take the hilarious. batteries out of it. It's <laughs> rechargeable. Oh, okay. it, oh, yeah, okay. man,
1: you, you just roll the thing on the carpet. So, man. what's It'll the difference? <laughs> yeah,
2: what's the difference between like the batteries we've used for years and like what you put in those cars?
1: These are just, uh, they're these high levels of rare earth elements okay. that All right. are not like the regular. Um, they're more of a lithium ion. It's a lithium uh, ion type deal rather than your regular battery I mean, that you th- can they're make making the battery to like roll out like a mat so whenever they place the body on the car the the battery's not like just they're not stacked up they're kind of rolled out into one platform yeah i've seen the, it I mean,
2: underneath the, yeah and yeah.
1: it, it's all cool um to me it's a science experiment but now you're using subsidies so then you're pushing it it's just like this other the solar and everything it's all subsidies it, in free markets they wouldn't work all right so See, the, it's just not uh, of course it's just not. not feasible right. Now, for for an elite few, yeah, man, let's go get electric cars. It's awesome, um, but to roll it out like they're trying to roll out is not. It's not feasible. Um, we heard that on the one. The laws of physics eventually just catch up, and you right. just can't. You can't go farther. You can't. We, go we have gone farther, but we will not gain another ten percent. We're we're right. we're we're there. Were, oh, as I mean, far that? Kind of argument like is, some, people some have said that about
0: everything i mean people said that about the car initially it's like oh that you know that'll never take over the, you know you don't like everything correct internal combustion engine so and then for the correct.
2: buyer that the incentive is that you don't put gas in it right right and so, so you just burn oil how do, to how do you charge, charge it. it right you plug it in right
1: well, plug
0: plug it where does that electric come from i know but Are like those free we saw one the, i know at, yeah, that's a great question do you know that i yeah, I think I think so. So I can just go to a parking garage and plug in my car and get a free charge. I think so. And I told Jeff, I said, if that's free, that pisses me off because it ain't free. It ain't free no. to me. I'm paying for it. No, you're,
1: well, you're exactly right. No, that's a subsidy right in your face that that person is getting just to stick a plug in. Yeah. I'm so that
0: so the short term
2: is it's you can see why somebody would be intrigued yeah, by in the car. Why. Because, why? because
0: I can get gas that you're paying for free. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: You notice I didn't well, say free. Free coil burning, free uh, the natural gas free, yeah. burning, because
2: nuclear is a horrible idea. It's the worst.
0: So here's the, here's the argument I always get. I always get on the future, baby. Whether it's guns, This sucker's it's, nuclear. It's like, you know what the argument you always hear is? Well, we got to do something. Like, when you start frustrating yeah. people with facts and objective reality, they say, well, we got to do something. Like, all right, so well, doing the wrong thing doesn't count.
1: And now, since uh, you've trained me so well over the years, I would say we are doing something. And they're like, what do you mean? I go, well, I've cleaned up over a 1,000 sites. All right, let's get to we that. Are, yeah. we what are, are we doing? We are far cleaner as a society in the United States than we have ever been.
0: And probably the rest of the world, too. Oh, by I mean, leaps and bounds. We are cleaner than the rest by of the world. By leaps and bounds. Now,
1: so, so those person, well, we got to do something well, like something of what? We okay. are cleaner already. Our car manufacturers are the cleanest they've ever been. Uh, the we We now see oil very cheaply and being produced in a very responsible manner compared to what it was. I'm not saying we're perfect. We're not at all. Everything has a cost. Everything has a footprint. And that's okay as long as, you know, I'm out there, the one cleaning it up and spending their money cleaning this crap up and telling them what better business practices are. And you have said that an oil spill is easier to clean up than a lot. far easier. Far easier because it's a natural uh, fuel and microbes like it. So it's when you get into the synthetic type stuff that we can't break down naturally because the earth will break down soils and, and microbes live in there. It breaks down the, the natural petroleum elements. But when you start putting in like the MTBEs of the world. What's, that, the,
2: what's the corn one? Ethan, that, that's ethanol.
1: Oh. That's horrible. It's horrible. That's horrible. Yeah, well, and here's well, if we want to get onto that. So think of what you have to do to make you know whatever the BTU ratio is of Corn and oil. E85. Take, it, take a take the same amount, and the oil gives you much more energy value than a piece of corn at the same same amounts. Okay. Okay. So then, in order to get that to process up to where we need it, you have to put more energy in that equation. So now you're you're already losing energy. You're using so more energy to make So why don't we feed the world it? with corn and run our manufacturing with? <laughs> oil or gas and instead of using oil
0: to make corn look I, like it's yeah, oil it,
1: exactly and, and it like, destroys your it, engines like, too it's man. like Burger burgers it's not, good. that's what i heard i heard they're not well, and you get worse you get, you get less gas mileage out of it too you so you're, you're gonna burn 10%, more you get 10 percent i my personal i've i've checked it because i'm a geek that way i've <laughs> i've checked different gases and i know which gas i get better at gas mileage the E85, if you talk to anybody else who uses it religiously, they're like, we get 10 to 15 less miles per gallon.
2: Less per gallon?
1: Yes. Man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's a, a huge lot. number. 10%. That's a huge number. Yeah. So, so just think 10%. Yeah, that's it's awful. Yeah. And your car burns hotter. It burns up your gaskets quicker. It's not good for your engines at all over the long period of time. I don't know about you, but I don't have.
0: Well, 40 that's what they want. They want to destroy the engine so they can sell you uh, batteries. Planned obsolescence. Yeah. Yeah. And so
1: then, so all that and then then not to mention all the cover that you have to develop and cultivate to get the corn.
0: Well, that's to what I was gonna say. It. So this, all
1: that ecosystem that you're not that you're ruining all goes into the equation, even though they don't necessarily
0: Well, they have to do something with the enormous surplus of corn because they've artificially set a price for well, corn have. that creates more right. of it than we could ever need. Right. So and then it gets hoarded and yeah. it goes and to they, waste. Well they get
1: they pay the farmers to not Put yeah. it out on market. Right. That's right. ridiculous. Right. So that's an, that's an
0: economic it's, nightmare.
1: It's an, in, yeah. And it's, that's been
0: going on since the 30s. Oh, oh yeah. So.
1: Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'm not a fan of that. I mean, it's, as I, I go back and say, you know what? Sometimes technologies just are what they are, and they're really good at what they are right now. You know? Yeah. Like, let's let, let a hamburger be a hamburger instead of a plant-based junk with filled with coconut oil that isn't good for you. It's a burger. If you don't want a burger, don't buy the burger. <laughs> go, go buy, go buy some salad. <laughs> I mean, what do we bean, Get the bean pad. Get the bean <laughs> pad. I mean, we, we all, all know that processed. He's food, saying the less you burger, processed your food is, oh, yeah. the better the it is. Better. Now, yeah. if people and agree. With, you agree with that? What? That less processing. Less yeah. processing is better. With that. Yeah, okay. I agree with that. 100 I I didn't know. I didn't. I don't know where we're going. I mean, I yes. agree. Well I was talking to
0: a guy at dinner last night. I was at my kid's uh, banquet for band, and we had this little dinner. And he was talking. His wife was. uh, They just spent some time in Europe or whatever, and or he was telling about when he spent time in Europe. He said "I, I offered to cook, and he goes, "What a nightmare." He goes, it's not like what we have here. I couldn't just go to the store on Monday and get all the food I needed for the week. I had to go every day. Every day. Yeah. And, uh, and he just said, yeah, the and food spoils. this stuff spoils. will spoil. Yeah. yeah. He goes, if you have to go every day, it spoils. And I was like, you know, that's probably, a, that's a better way to live than, than going to look at all this <laughs> yeah. stuff. You don't <laughs> <It's> overbuy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you guys know how much food we throw away. You get what you like need. Daily. You get exercise because they don't, he was walking right. to the store every day. It's, right. a, what a better way to go. Now, in, in
2: some it's, aspects, it, it's a great way to go. You know what they have over there in those countries too?
0: Yeah, I know, but you know, I was just gonna say, but I don't want the government to force me to do it. What if it's healthier for you? I don't need the government to what tell if me. What the government what's steps and says you can't, pro- you can't buy where, processed food anymore. This is the gigantic disconnect well, in the in, well, in our in our society right now. It's like I can say it is a better system if I would go to the market every day, buy fresh fruit, come home and cook it. But that doesn't mean I need the government to enforce that on everybody else too. Those are, those are two different things. I have the freedom to choose to do that right now if I wanted to. I could do it right now. I could just start doing it.
1: And that's why yeah. we live here and not there. Now,
0: yeah. I don't want to have to do that because now I've given the government the power to force everybody else to live the way right. I think it should be. And that's insanity to me. I mean, that's, no, what, we're, that's we don't do that here. We weren't set up
1: for to. that. Um, but, Jeff, it, <laughs> so this gets me on to another point. Um, next time you take i don't know soup or something yeah. that you eat just read the label you know and oh I, I know i used to make my I own do. everything in the 90s um because i know what chemicals you know i yeah. deal with chemicals yeah and then you know you get busy and then you gotta have yeah. things a little bit more you know and i'm guilty of that but then i started reading my wife and i like this one um uh sauce for uh, teriyaki ramen? teriyaki sauce from, from kroger top ramen no, no. <laughs> oh okay that's uh, teriyaki chicken, and I I used to make my own sauce, but we used to, we're used to get this sauce. We're used to getting a particular sauce, and, and I got it, and I'm like, I'm pouring it out, and it's all gelatinous, and just like, I mean, what is this? And you read the the label, and I got down to like 20 ingredients, and I'm like, I don't even know what's well, in what here. That <laughs> I mean, it used to be a sauce, yeah. used to be a sauce, and then they'd use a preservative, and then that's going to spoil mm-hmm. eventually. Right. I, this is like, man, I can't, I can't even do this anymore. This is just a chemically engineered teriyaki-like tasting goo. Yeah, that will be around for five hundred years. Do I really want to eat this?
0: You know what you need? Beard sauce. Yeah, I do have beard sauce. Oh. We have beard sauce. Yeah, good. All right, it'll be in the Five Eleven marketplace soon. But that, that just
2: is so hot, it kind of kills everything, right, Jared? High vinegar, high acidity. Oh, yes, yeah, it keeps it. Well, that's yeah, that's, that's what, good that's it. Natural well, that's what preservative. keeps it. Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Well, so like. Um, who was the uh Adolfis? There's no preservatives other than the vinegar no. that's put in there. Yeah, so, we watched you do it. You can watch it on yeah. YouTube yeah. right now. No, cool. that's how that's how I make my sauces and yeah. I don't know but if it, you remember but...
2: years ago, Jay, you came here and you were doing something in the kitchen because this is when our office was down here. Right. And I went to make something for lunch and I had it in one of those plastic bowls. Oh, and yeah. he was like, What are you doing, dude? And I was yeah. like, What do you mean? I was eating up lunch. <laughs> it's like you're he needed that plastic in the microwave. And so ever since then I've yeah. told my wife about it, and my wife's just like, Oh, you know, it's it's fine. Oh,
1: uh, biz biz to ethyl phenol i think so somebody at one of my companies some geek um that's why i love working in the engineering and science field because there's people way geekier than me man and we do all you get your nerd on well she did actually a case over lunch um where she actually took samples of food that she was microwaving and that had the little plastic cellophane oh, that you dude. get, and she documented that that's leaching into your food like and she could, it, she. How did she? Would, how, she'd well, take like we take samples out of the food after you heat it up. Yeah, and we sample it just like we would sample soil or groundwater, and we send it to a lab. Oh. <laughs> so there's and and those are horrible chemicals, man. Don't you don't want you don't want that crap in your body, Mm-mm. dude. I, you we all have, I have it at this point. I mean, oh, it's I everywhere. I
2: mean, yeah. how would you? I just popped it when I got back from court. I was like, gosh, I gotta eat something. I've had a old lean cuisine in there. I just did everything it's in he, plastic. It comes in plastic, I just, right? Just did right. everything he said not to do. Pr- preservative food. Yeah. You can't read anything on there. But it's lean and it's covered in. So it.
1: if I have to eat that crab now, what I do? And I know it's. I just anyway. I just put it in a glass. Whatever it'll fit in glass. Yeah. And then just cover it with a wet paper towel. I
2: put. Um, I just heat it up. I, what I do with the like the kids stuff is. What do you, all what do, you do with the Easy Mac? In the in the little package.
0: Yeah, you got the.
2: You got to yeah, heat in the package. But like if I'm heating up something, <laughs> I mean, it's in plastic, right?
1: No, even I mean if it's frozen, really, I just it's chunk even it got, it out. got a little, little tells line. It's got a line. How, to, how yeah. do you yeah. know yeah. how high to fill it if you don't I, I use don't don't the know. thing? I don't know. I wouldn't know. But it, it probably don't. says on there put a cup in. No, I, can't, a I cover it with a,
2: with a paper plate, but. That's better. Well, it's better, but that thing's probably
1: sprayed down too. It is. It's all in there. Well, have you guys heard of PFAS? PFAS. PFAS. It's P-Fast? the newest, no. it's the newest chemicals but... that are in uh, our our stream of food and beverages. It's everywhere. It's on the cookware. And they're finding it in parts per trillion all over the place. And they're I like coming on the out, Teflon and stuff yep, like that. Yeah. Can- uh, I've heard of
0: that. Like yeah, a you know. cancer
1: contributor or something? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. what are you just, you're supposed so, to use
0: just cast iron, stainless steel, or something like that? well, That's uh,
1: what we used to use. Right.
0: Yep. And don't clean it out. Just wipe and it out. And
1: I'm all about.
2: But that's still getting nice and oily.
1: Technology wise. I'm not about. I don't, I don't want to go back to 1800s. That was awful. Um, but, you know, we we grew up in the ages of chemicals, these guys. It's like cowboys and Indians, man. Well, They're one of the everything. 1800s didn't have. They
2: didn't have what? And, like gluten free? They didn't have. Well, right. You know so what I mean? Like all the cancer. All well, I don't know what they were dying of back then. But, I mean, I. Well, assume... that was radiation. Yeah. That
0: was the bomb. Gunshot wounds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right. lead poisoning. Duals, yeah. <laughs> Challenge But the, there's a lot of new things, right, whether it's right.
2: ADHD, whether there's, I mean, there's all sorts of things that, I, well, I, even when I was a kid, nobody really, as, you never heard of gluten-free when I was a kid. As an and environmental I'm in my
1: 30s. scientist who's cleaned up a lot of stuff in the swimming water, I would say there there has to be a link. And that's just me spouting off, but
0: I don't know the scientific how it method. can't
1: be. I don't know how it can't be
0: linked. I, I would think it, would, it should be studied. I would think that all of this should be studied. and Maybe somebody is. I,
1: don't well, know. I told you. I'd, I know you I'd add talked to the, the UC, about, yeah. uh, about uh, glyphosate. I was going to, yeah. let's get some money and freaking study it, man. I think there's something there. And I don't know about you guys, but if I have, and
2: I don't all the time, I eat processed foods too, but like we get some food deliveries from like an organic place. So every mm-hmm. piece of it is organic and you put it on a plate. Maybe it's like a In like theory. a self fulfilled f- fulfilled prophecy. Oh sorry, you're saying it's there's a lot of fraud checks. You're check, organic. Checked organic you, you, even though they might not be. Don't and okay, they can list don't it as get...
1: organic, but there's a percentage. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it doesn't all the lettuce there's... like two leaves of the lettuce gotta be organic and right. the rest of the bowl doesn't have to be. But as long as those two it's... leaves are, they can say organic lettuce.
2: So did, would you would you say that they're spraying half their field and letting half the other field be organic and just putting them? No, together? No,
1: they're just using from one 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 farmer to another. Yeah, one source, another, to another source. Yeah. They're okay. just mixing it. You take the twelve dollars small. Well, bag and the point is, and the, the point is, I think I, I feel better.
2: Up. Like if I have a dinner, and like I said, I oh, I assume for sure. I'm seeing everything marked organic. For it's sure. from an organic delivery. I think I feel better, but yeah, maybe but that's just a self fulfilled see, prophecy. See, here's the thing, though.
0: They, I mean. You just said it's marked organic, so you drew an assumption about what that meant without looking into. I'm not. I'm not beating you up for that because I thought that too. That this is all news to me. The government government marked it organic, and the government never lies to me. This is like (laughs) no, it's not a lie. It's not a lie, but they've just changed the definition of what organic is. It's not the same definition you're working on. So right, you think organic right. means it's all grown without yeah. chemicals. It's at Jared's farm. Jared, he mm-hmm. only he uses his cow
2: poop, and, and yeah. it's just all from
0: the earth. In the binder well, Jan- of, of regulation somewhere, it defines organic as... Ten percent of it must be grown at a certified organic farm. Then you have to go see what that means, right? Which is, is probably windowed down yes. anymore for
2: something to be marked organic. Yes. Only ten percent of the product has to be organic. I just organic? made that up. I didn't say ten. percent
0: No,
1: no, but no, that, he did. No, 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 no. What he's the concept that he's saying is exactly true. And what you have to do is you have to do your own research. You have to Jeez go out Louise, and man. I know. Well, you're an attorney. It, <sighs> Sometimes, uh, you know, well, it literally is that like almost attorney language that well, you have to. You don't really know. Until you really go down, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's like it's when we started talking
0: about statistics the other day. I don't was, know that the general public knows that, though. Well, they don't want most, to. Most,
1: don't. Ten
0: percent. I start I well, asking these I, questions. People that may
2: not be
1: correct.
0: Well, it may
2: not be. I, I made ten percent up. No, I know, but he but, said ten percent before you said somebody no, did. I somebody I said ten yeah. percent. Jared did. Eight percent. Eight percent. I didn't say. In other words, I oh, just oh, said only
0: percent. a percent. Okay. So I always start these questions. I always start these discussions now with like, I would want to know how they're defining organic.
1: Yeah, I'll look it up.
0: And uh, we got computers here. It's like I I started to dig down, like everybody's been talking about how the the people in the poverty line or below the poverty line is just is enormous. Blah, 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 blah. And this is no uh, I started to dig into it. It's like I had to look and see what that meant. And it took me a while. And I finally was like, all right, well, they're taking stats that include everybody making under a certain amount of money for any period of time. And it's and it's so if you're right out of high school or 16 years old or 18 years old, say, right, this is pretty high.
2: What so it, it says, according to the USDA rules, if 95% of the product is made up of organic ingredients, it can be marked organic. How much? 95. All right. If 70% of the item is organic, the label can read made with organic ingredients, which is like the Lean Cuisine uh, mac and cheese now. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. see that? This says made with
0: organic ingredients. What does organic mean? Does it give you a definition? Uh, uh, see. see, I would want to know. What does organic mean? Here's Here's the wrench in that.
1: Let's now watch, now watch where your food is produced because the standards are not the standards worldwide. Okay. So if this is being produced in China or Mexico, that definition of organic is different. So let's say how does the USDA
2: define organic? Organic is a labeling term that indicates the food or other agricultural product has been produced through approved methods, the organic standards describe the specific requirements that must be verified by the USDA accredited certifying agent before products can be labeled, which it means tells me nothing, nothing to nothing. me. Right. We've got no information nothing. so far. So what if, qualifies USDA or as organic? Let's see here. Again, put simply... The item must have ingredients list and contents should be
0: 95% or more certified organic. But what does certified organic mean? What does organic right. mean? I can certified organic, but they're just saying it has to meet some standard of approval. Well, who's who's USDA certified organic
2: foods are grown and processed according to federal guidelines addressing, among many factors, soil quality, yep. animal raising practices, pest and weed control, and the use of
0: additives. All right, I'd like to know how much and what of each. So here's what you could do. You could say, "All right, you can be certified organic if you have none of this, but then you have all these other things." Mm-hmm. So let's just see. I want to keep searching. It's a rabbit yeah, hole, man. Keep doing it. Yeah. All right. What else? So, tell me, well, we got to start talking about photovoltaics. <laughs> well, point. we
1: did. Well, we were also talking about um, how things spoil, right?
0: Oh yeah, spoil alert.
1: So, um, I did a little test. <laughs> um, I like beer. Don't like Bud products. It give me a headache for this reasons. is not necessarily
0: the opinion of the no. owners and proprietors of lawyer talk or channel 511
1: right no, um, but i good. like beer too so, so i used to make my own beer so I've done i know too. what i know what good beer too. is so you've done yeah. it you know the process yeah um so back in the day people say that the death of the craft brewery industry really started with adolphus bush
2: the death of craft beer
1: yes true craft beer because why
2: well, craft couldn't transport. As big
1: as it is, no, no, no. What, no back what in I'm the saying, day, back in the day, you you can't. You couldn't sure, it. Was all local. It was oh. they couldn't all get it local. Out there. Okay. okay, think of all the breweries that were up in. Well, they ran.
2: They ran the distributors, right? So they just wouldn't let you distribute it. Well, Anheuser Busch owned no, no, what most I'm saying, of the distributors. I'm
1: saying, like back in the day, before all that. Oh, okay. Anheuser Busch. I mean, Adolphus Busch created the pasteurization process, so now you can start, ship it. Ship it. Gotcha. Right. Mm-hmm. So they say, I mean, now I say the death of the craft brewery, meaning all those breweries were all basically craft breweries, right? All the ones in, in here in Columbus, and Cincinnati, yeah, brewery district. and it was all by, it's all because of the water, because your water is the difference in your taste of how the malt and everything.
2: To me, the water is, I it's mean, I'm not getting into this beer, beer yeah. talk, but yeah. you can, I mean, it is everything. It's it everything. Really is. So, And that's yeah.
1: why you have these hubs where beer was made, and a lot of it, the Germans, you know, they're really good at it. Um, and then now, look at it. It's all conglomerated. There's like what only four companies out there that own them all.
2: What is it? Inbev now the big yeah. one. Yeah. yeah.
1: So I took uh, I had <laughs> had a case of Bud Light after a party, and I had it out in my garage. Sat there for two years, freeze thaw, down to ten minus ten in the garage. I hate that up stuff. to up to 110. Right. <laughs> had a party. I'm like, I'm just gonna try it. <laughs> Iced it down, cracked it open. Tastes like Bud Light.
0: See, I've had beer that that's happened to back in the day, and it didn't take... I mean, I've been in bottles, though, not um, cans. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, yeah, bottles for sure. Yeah, U- can- you can- like. cans, yeah. yeah. But I'm like, man, that's not... Uh, that should be completely spoiled. And it's not. Now, now, what I'm saying is, there's a lot of chemicals that go into our beer. And if you really looked it up... And why is it that the beer and wine is not through USDA... That's true. Alcohol, and tobacco, firearms,
0: yeah, liquor control. I yeah. mean, it's,
1: it's a whole different gig. I mean, it, so why can't we see what's on the, what's in our
2: beer? I don't know. That's a good question. Right? Yeah. Well, but I'll say this: the the, the breweries that I like, like I'm a big hoof hearted fan. Mm-hmm. If you had hoof hearted drink oh, yeah. up at the like like their IPAs, if you let that sit in your fridge, like I've let it sit for just a couple weeks, you'll pour it out. It'll be gray. Yeah. It'll spoil. It, it spoils. So no, it's
1: a fungible product. I mean, well, beer, What I
2: mean is, in contrast to what yeah. you were saying with a preservative Bud Light, yeah. you can't. I mean, it, clearly, if I'm seeing that, they're not putting a bunch of preservatives in there. Oh, not in, in, that, in, not in that particular
1: yeah. beer. I'm just using Bud Light because that's the biggest. And that's, well, they, I mean, in cores, same thing. It's it's a what chemically you, engineered it's beer Mount, like something. Mountain substance. Fresh, my yeah. friend. Mountain Fresh. Uh, yeah.
2: I never, understood, about, I never well, understood that. I said brood. Did it say brood cold? like that. I think yeah, they said brewed cold
0: on their can yeah. in the
2: Rockies, and I'm like, well, how do you brew beer cold? Well, right. For a number of years, they only they did brew cold, and they shipped it cold.
0: How would you brew and beer they, cold? You couldn't get it east of yeah. Texas. That was smoking the, to the extract beer. The, right. the the sugar from the grain. You have to have heat. <laughs> yes, you can't yeah, you put it in cold water. You do you take
2: Coors beer. It's you take that east of Texas. Cold. Oh, that's what that's what they meant. I yeah. thought they would say yeah. brewed
0: cold. That's they just mean late. bottling it.
2: No, they bottled it cold.
0: All right. Now you're not talking about Bush Light. That was my favorite. No, you're no, talking about Shrubber Coors Light. Light. That's
2: Coors Light was my jam. Coors, Coors, is. Coors Light. That's a, Coors yeah. Light was the jam. That's
1: the yeah. beer that I drink when I'm really not drinking beer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like drinking water. You get out and cut the grass, get all well, sweaty. and if you, and you drink this, it's like where's the water now? If you get
2: used to this crap where's beer now, you can't even you can't even go back to that. That's the thing. I mean, I mean, you taste that stuff. It's like why am I drinking this? It's brutal.
1: Well, and you can taste the corn. Especially corn and rice. Corn oh,
2: yeah, rice. Rice is used a lot in those. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. Horrible.
0: Steve knows so all about anyway. it. He's he's throwing that's back a 30-pack every once in a I quit drinking. Tomorrow. I quit drinking everything. It's all bad for you.
1: It is. You well, go, actually, you, real beer isn't that bad for you. Go research alcohol. Tell out, me where that's good for you. Not necessarily well, alcohol, but the, but the benefits of the enzymes and of the yeast and I stuff get like all. That's all processed out now.
2: I get that. Well, that but when I'm, if I'm drinking 10 of them... Well, yeah, that's... I'm, I'm probably not getting the okay. benefit that's of... Right. Uh, Let me just say this. Uh, yeah.
0: There's there no human need for alcohol in our daily regimen, or even monthly or yearly. I mean, you can live forever without it.
1: You can. Yeah. yeah. But it's been around for a long time.
0: Yeah. Beer particularly, because the water was so bad, they had to make it into beer, and then, yeah. then they could drink it. Yeah.
2: There was somebody famous, I can't remember who it was, Albert Einstein or somebody like that, that they said, beer... You know what I'm going to say? Beer is proof that God no. loves us. Yeah. Or something so wants us wants. to be happy. Well, yeah. Loves us yeah. and wants us to be happy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I used all to right, love so.
1: it.
0: If so you're saying you don't believe in God, Steve. It's all good. We can come right out with it now. I'm with you. So if I don't drink beer, I don't believe in God. Hmm.
1: Well, yeah, those types of... That sounds like a slogan. Yeah, that those types of jumps, I just don't understand. That's a big jump, um, and I don't do that re- very well, especially when people are talking about science.
0: All right, well, let's go back to this. So we were talking here, about.
1: Here's what I want to give. I want Jeff to take a look at. Where is my one? Where is it? Oh, did I close it? One I think it's saved right.
2: under propaganda ten. <laughs> I, I <call laughs> it death. the
1: sham, but <laughs> well, let's, let's, let's see guy. what it's
0: labeled as directory. The sham. It is so, labeled the sham. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Told you, I've been PO'd about this for a long time. I want to see
0: the dates of files too. They've probably been going back like 30 oh my years. gosh. So there you go,
1: Jeff. Uh, it makes so, my head spin.
2: There, you have to explain it to me.
1: This is y equals millions point. of years before present. Okay. 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 Here's present. This is uh, CO two, and I believe this is through uh, tree ring data. Now um, you said before CO two is what we breathe out. We breathe out carbon dioxide, is okay. a naturally occurring gas. Okay. okay?
2: So we are the biggest contributors of CO2.
1: No. No. No, the earth is. Okay. Especially when we get a little bit of warming because CO2 precipitates out of the oceans. Gotcha. Okay. Because right. the ocean can't, it's called chemistry.
0: So the oceans And have... I'm not
1: saying, I'm just saying. No, no, I get there it. There is, the, we have studied this, we know about it. Right. We know these processes. Nobody's going to dispute that. Well, they do. Oh. And that's the right. thing. And it's. That's, that's why I'm here. Is that no? So, what they're saying is not entirely all factual. So what's the all. chemical
0: makeup of the ocean? I mean, is it, they just call it H two O's, or more because of the salt or whatever. Well,
1: yeah, there's salt in the in the oceans. Yeah. So it's so, a,
0: so if ocean or but, if the ocean evaporates, but it it's also of it's, oxygen. A, it's a
1: carbon dioxide sink. So carbon dioxide will infiltrate into the ocean, but oh, when your you. oceans okay. and that especially when the oceans are cooler. So when they when you get a little bit more UV light and stuff, then the oceans start to precipitate out CO two. Okay. So, and, the, and we know this now, like atmospheric CO2, I mean, we have such precise measurements now. So all throughout the layers of the atmosphere, and we're just now learning how all of this is combining. So that's why I say this whole consensus stuff is, is ludicrous. And just on the basis of well, science this is, is really yeah, never. This is
0: just logical. It's yeah. It's like, they, so we had a consensus a decade ago, and then is that just so it says so we should just stop? Yeah, that's what they're telling us. All right, stop. Don't ask any more questions. I mean, if you listen We're to the right. news,
1: that's what, I mean,
2: Well, I that's wrong? what your article about Al Gore said, no. that he goes yeah. around and gives these presentations, but
1: nobody really asked him a hard question. Well, why wouldn't they?
2: Well, why wouldn't <laughs> one of these people that like you
1: that believe it um, go up there and say, to. Mr. Gore, I have a question for you? They used to. So this guy that I listened to, Tony Heller, his mentor was a fantastic climatologist, Bill Gray. And Bill Gray was not on the anthropogenic global warming bandwagon. Al Gore invited him to the White House in 93 uh, when Al Gore became the vice president and this climate dude. And uh, old old Bill said, yeah, I'm not necessarily on board with this. We don't, you know, we know a little bit more and I don't really think so. And that guy never got another cent from the government. He was a professor. Now, this guy was such a stud. He funded himself. He was already a, a professor Um, But he he didn't get, I mean, he he got NOAA money for 25 years, you know, doing great stuff. I mean, what we know about the tropics is all because of this guy. He didn't get another cent for another 20 years, and he self-funded his graduate students. That's how big of a stud this guy was. So that's the impetus, that's one of the impetus for Tony Heller to do what he's doing, because at that time he was falling out, I think, with the climatology, this whole narrative, and this is just one scientist. There's another scientist. I got up there the co-founder yeah. of of the Weather Channel. But Once it's not – was a, quote, denier.
2: But it's not political suicide to be against it, it seems, because that's what Trump has done. I mean, he hasn't uh, come that's around and difference. said there's that's no global a warming, That's a different set, set he's of He's targeted more fuels. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. is, and, uh, this is like
1: the wall. Back
0: out of the – what is the uh, – climate agreement. Yeah, but this is like yeah. the wall debate, right? So it's like we first have to define what are we arguing about? Are we arguing right. about the immigration policy? We're arguing about how we're going to enforce the immigration policy. And now when Trump backs out of the climate accord, does that mean that he is just against the climate in general and denies or does it mean that no. the accord is nonsense and it, oh, we no, we're that's fucking a good point. all two right? right. things. Two that things, remember? Both. So Trump yeah. has always Overwinded. said
1: that these politicians get us into horrible agreements, contracts, right? Yes. He said that since the 80s. I I mean, I remember him saying that. So that's one of his sticking things. He's a negotiator. That's what he does. Okay. Uh, I think he could probably do better agreements than, yeah. The other thing is he's all about deregulation. So that's one reason why he got out of that climate agreement because he said, number one, it's a horrible agreement for the U.S. Why do we have to pay more? When China is on schedule to build 350 more coal-fired power plants, India is on schedule to do 250 more.
2: Well, I saw like, these are like NASA numbers, the emissions for China compared to us is like three times in their estimation. So let's,
1: you know, that's where I'm like, well, what are we doing here? What is all this? Why do I have to give up everything that I have to give up? Why are we being hamstrung like
0: that? Well, here's the logical argument. Here's Here's what the argument, this is the argument for everything these days. It's like, all right, we can, these people or this thing is suffering and needs immediate attention. And I say... All right, I agree it's suffering, but I don't agree that the attention you're proposing is the right attention. I'd rather do this. Well, you just hate babies, right? You, you just hate this. Right. thing. I just did so it. So about just, beer, I said you hate God, then, yeah, yeah, which so makes no sense. Like, no, these connection. babies are dying from cancer, so we <laughs> should go give this other person gazillions of dollars to go research cancer. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, I want to give it over here, or I'd rather maybe do this because it seems like this is promising. Well, you hate babies, right? You disagree with my solution. You hate babies. Right. And I th- that's that's the fundamental flaw in what's going on out there these days. It seems like everybody's doing it. It's like they like uh if you don't believe in gun control then you think that there should be school shootings and everybody should die. And it's like, right. all right, well this and is this is nonsense.
1: Well, and that's where I come from, Jeff, is all of this. I'm like, I'm not freaking up. Out. I'm a guy out there that works in our community and I've been doing it for 30 years and I, you know, I've trusted in my own business yeah. what I do. It, I'm just asking another question. And so why do I have to be labeled a the freaking crackpot.
0: That's what I said. Nobody's here drawing conclusions. We're and, saying, all right, what does this mean then? If it doesn't fit your theory, wh- how do you, how do you f- explain it? And can we just incorporate that back to the original thing we looked at, which is the scientific method? Right. And
1: getting back to that, the slide I have up now is the one that goes back um, that we have scientifically traced back that is peer-reviewed and basically settled science of the amount of carbon dioxide in the air— At the time that we either took those tree ring samples or even ice core data, is that reliable?
0: Can you take, can I tell how much carbon dioxide or whatever is in the air from a tree ring? How does that work?
1: Pretty reliable carbon dating. Now, there are some aspects of carbon dating that can be tweaked a little bit, but when it comes to carbon
0: dating, is that what it's like the carbon 14 or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: that's a known, that's, it degrades in a known amount. And the, you know, these guys are freaking geniuses that do this stuff. So well, there are also understand. geniuses
0: that say the climate's changing too. So well, that's what I mean. What like, I don't we, understand like why you can't show reliable. that to somebody.
1: So right here, I mean, we've even two times more of this carbon dioxide has been in the atmosphere before. That's I mean, how do you think dinosaurs got to be so big? What is the biggest they're giant? What's the biggest? You know, proponent, so you have giant plants and giant. It's everything was giant.
0: What does the biggest proponent of climate change say to this? What's the what's the argument contrary?
1: Yeah, this slide right here. This is the threshold for uh, vegetation, which is about, what, 150 to 200 parts per million? So That's when plants die. Well, we're low. Yeah. So we're all the way over here, and they're focusing on this little itty-bitty time slot that looks like this, that looks kind of cyclical to me. I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> um, but it used to be this. <laughs> it was very cyclical. Right, and I can show you a right. slide. So right. slide. So what
2: I'm trying to figure out: what the, where are they at? Where are they saying we're at? Like
1: right here, and then it's going up to, you know. I see what you're looking at. So, so now we're at about 400, maybe 420. And
2: they're saying that's raising to a dangerous level. Yeah. but the highest we've been is 2500. Not so... even that.
1: We've been up to 7800 parts atmospheric parts per million. So we're yeah. at about well, that's 140 million years ago. That right, was right, right. Okay. So we're at like 420. Yeah. Speaking of 420, <laughs> somebody needs to tell these Green New Deal people that their old
2: Green Deal is going to get worse. The weed yeah. will go don't...
1: down and not be as good as it is. If that's with accurate, less. and if I have they no want the weed to better, we need more CO2. See, this is why my garden—my
2: garden does garden uh, sometimes it's okay, sometimes, it's okay, sometimes it's a little struggles. It's cause as, we're at the vegetation survival I mean, line. As
0: promised, we're looking at the global surface temperature. A line graph here. All right. And Global we're all surface the way temperature. Over here. Alright, well, Let's start at the left? What does it show? So, I
1: mean what does that term what does that long term look long-term like? Long
2: term cooling trend.
1: That looks pretty cold.
2: So in it, where are we at time? So millions of years ago. Millions of years. That's ten million,
1: million years. So fifty million years ago. But you look at that, what does that trend tell you? It looks colder than it used to be. It sure does. It looks
2: like it's the cold. It looks so, like we all should be in ice. So it
0: turns out
1: this, they were right in the 70s. All this noise. They were. And that goes back to a kernel truth topic that we'll get to. All right. Um, they knew it in the 50s.
0: We might need a part three. I don't know.
1: Wait a minute. So they are so saying over, in the 70s. over here.
2: It is cooling, but you would have to make the argument it's still cooling now, right? Yeah. Like and, yeah,
0: as far as the sure. whole graph, it's still cool. So zoom into the hockey sure. stick that they always look at. All right, hang on.
1: We, uh yep.
0: right look at that one chart. What does that look like? That's ice core data.
1: Looks pretty cyclic to me. So these guys <laughs> that you see, like I like I said, I think I said on the last <laughs> Show one. Show your 1960s. Show them that one chart. There you go. That's going oh, to bring it in for Jeff. All right, hang on. Let's see. Is it? No, not that one. This one. There's Toto. So yep. That's exactly his dog's name, Toto.
2: <laughs> I know, it's a Wizard of Oz, right? Yeah, but yeah. that's who,
1: exactly what he calls him. Oh. So here's his, so here are all the, this guy goes through and goes through all the fraud. So look at this. So here's, we don't even have data over here in Africa because there's no, it's Africa. They don't, they're not sophisticated. They didn't have
0: to, even
1: Europe. So this is what, this is what uh, Noah's showing, but there's no data. What's They Noah? show it warming. National Oceanic Atmosphere. Oh, okay. So, NOAA, NASA.
0: So, I went to somebody and said, I, you know, I just wanted to check this. And, and uh, the this. individual was like, no, just look online. And she pulled up this right. chart, and it showed, like, the whole world getting red. And I was like, right. well, that hardly that's, looks
1: unbiased. That's that's this right here. That's this. <laughs> That was that. It was something like it's, that. Yeah. And then he goes through, Man. and he's like, look, we don't have data for here, yet they color it red.
0: But people don't – how would anybody know that? I,
1: that's why I'm getting it out there. Yeah. And it's – so, here's NOAA. Uh, measured versus adjusted. Now they're making adjustments to historical data. All right, now look right here, Jeff. So wherever we go, look at 1969. Yeah, you
2: showed me this last time, didn't you? I think so, I, I threw out a is bunch this, of stuff. Is this the numbers, blues The NASA numbers, and then that's where they actually are?
0: No, it's NOAA. showing the trend here. So
1: here's NOAA, um, they, this trend right here is measured. All right, and that trend is stable to maybe decreasing. Well, what they do then, they adjusted it. And I don't know what these adjustments, uh, Tony Heller goes through this. So they, they, they,
0: they plugged in some formula to come up with yeah.
1: this. And then, what, and then he actually does ratios of how they adjusted that down. Uh, and then they make it a warming trend. Or to Jared's point, what they'll do is they'll only show you this part.
0: Yeah, that's the most telling to me.
1: Right here. They'll show you here. And then they'll put a trend line on from 1966 to present. And that would be warm. Whoa. But then if you look at the real, full. but, yeah, but then if you look thing. at the picture, like, we're not warming, we're you know? cooling.
2: And it's weird because that now that I'm looking at that and then reading like NASA's top things, why you need to believe in global warming, they're not wrong. They just not look at the whole picture. You're right. So now, it's talking like global temperatures rise. So it's, well, risen. it's a live,
0: it's, live omission, right? This, I mean, that's they're, they're li- coming yes. right out and saying There's,
1: since the 19th century.
2: So right, they're only
0: referring right. back to the 19th century.
1: Yeah. This one is this is NASA.
0: And now we're into. I mean, just take a time out for a second. Now we're into your wheelhouse because geology. It's like I, if there's one thing I've known being around you before we ever talked about this yeah. stuff it would be like you talking like billions of years yeah. terms. Yeah. And and I talked to an like I took astrology at one point. It was like they talk in like terms that 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 reduce our current existence to like milliseconds. You know. It's like by, you by, by it, comparison. Yeah.
1: I put it on a timeline. Yeah. The the Earth and then where we are now and where you see what we're talking about. Yeah. And it doesn't even register. It's a it's a
0: blip. Yeah, it's like trying to count. You you, you can't do it. It's yeah, almost impossible, so, like how big one, we are in relation to the universe.
1: And that's one of the cases. So the IPCC, they don't have one geologist on their board or on their list of scientists. So the scientists not, in
0: the consensus aren't necessarily geologists. Not at all. Not one. There's, There's not, not one.
1: one. There's not one. We are the historians of the Earth. If that's, like you say, one thing. That's what we we've been looking I mean, at this it for a forever. history lesson to me. It is. No, it's a it, we're a giant history we look at the history of the earth.
0: So just so we're clear, here, you have not ever said I I guess here's what's interesting to me. I never really heard the people on the on maybe your side or maybe the 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 sort of the argument against climate change do things like say uh you're just an asshole so we don't believe you or you must just be uh, a kook so we don't believe you no, no. or you're just that you but what you've done here is you've pulled out stuff that's to me makes sense i don't i, I have to take you at face value well, on the timeline and the data point i mean i, I don't know but it, to me it makes sense and it warrants at least a discussion by somebody to that's say, all i'm asking here's why this isn't right and we are or vice right. versa you know right. i'd like to hear that and instead there's a shout down match where right. you're just you're well, just even, a worse yeah. or even worse than that. Even worse than that, Or you lose guys, your job and guys, you lose your livelihood. And yeah. You, you can't get hired at the universities because they it's have horrible. whole departments built around this stuff. Government funding it's horrible. Uh, is pulled. I mean, I get it. I mean, that and, part I do see.
1: And I, there's a slide in here of where the money's going <laughs> prior, to, prior to like 93, I think. Yeah, that's coincidental. 93. <laughs> Um, um dollars for, for climate study <laughs> versus everything else. <laughs> Your Bernie is and, too good. And Bernie, then all of a sudden felt... everything oh, I that's said, coming here. Right everything that's coming out of academia is all about climate change. Yeah. And it's it is I'm like, so you're gonna lose funding if yeah. you
2: don't jump on board there's, with it.
1: There's probably hundreds of guys out there like that. Uh-huh. Look up Willie Soon, look up Tony Feller. I mean, all these guys are genius scientists and engineers. Oh, look,
0: There's a this this existed even when we were in college in, in all sorts of academia. I remember a good friend of ours, I'm not going to mention his name, but uh, really Mensa, I think, qualified. And, and he wrote a paper. It wasn't his field, but it was history. And it's something to do with revolution or the history of revolution. He wrote a paper and he basically got a B or a C plus. And the teacher even told him, I just disagreed with your conclusion. So I gave you a B plus or a C plus or a B or whatever it was instead of the A but mm-hmm. your paper is is perfectly well written, awesome. You know, you you stated your premise, you you supported it, and just didn't give him the grade because right. he disagreed with the conclusion, right? I mean, right. that's that's the that's the kind of crap right. that exists, right? And I remember talking to him probably over Bud Lights about that, <laughs> and it was just like this is it's just utterly insane, right? It, but that's what it was.
1: So let me just read this, just so. I, you are flabbergasted at the fraud that's been going on. And this guy calls it for what it is. Is this Tony? This is my guy, Tony. All right, Tony. Here's from part of right, his Tony. website. And what's flipping back and forth is the NASA data data taken in 1999 versus the NASA data in 2016. Yeah. And the former NASA data, the historical that is not disputed, they changed it to make it look like it's warming in 2016. See now in a now, science world. Let me here Let me read straight from Tony because he's the only. Okay. He All says right. it better than Sorry. anybody. No legitimate scientist would alter data like this. If they have theories about possible issues with the data, the correct way to handle it is to put error bars on the graph, not alter the data and present it as if it is actual thermometer data. That is fraud, not science. Between 1999 and 2016, NASA completely altered the shape of the U.S. temperature graph. To turn 70 years of cooling into warming
0: and and they did that what using a different formula or something and ju- they have to justify it somehow although they're not telling you
1: um he's now <sighs> documenting where they're not even they're not even just they're just doing it can well, that's it. Like it, that's things. what i don't understand no they're
0: just doing it to fit the narrative
2: i know but in like a science world you have to put it out being like well some well, scientist so is going to
1: call me science on science plus
0: financial that's part of politics and finance that's right? part
1: yeah. of also my my broader point where people are like, well, that's just a conspiracy theory. Well, it is a conspiracy. It's a conspiracy of completely degrading our scientific capability across the board. And that's one reason why I'm sitting in this chair is because no, that, yeah, people can be bought, especially scientists. You know, we don't have funding. So if you're going to hang the funding over us, it's hard to say no.
0: Sure. Everybody can be bought, but here's, what's interesting to me. And this is where, again, I bring it back to my courtroom sort of instincts. It's that if I ask, first of all, if I ask anybody off the street about this, uh, they can't answer it. Nobody has any answer for this. They just think I'm crazy or you just don't know everybody agrees. But if I would ask a scientist about this, who believes what you're showing or believes that there is change or somebody on the the majority side quote, Mm -hmm. so to speak, um, they would accuse me, assuming I'm a scientist on the other side, of being a charlatan for the oil and gas oh, industry, yeah. being a charlatan for the money, being right. a corporate raider, being whatever. But if I levied the same criticism like, all right, well, who's paying your tab? It's Like your job's at stake, right. Your this is at stake, your, this is at stake, that is somehow uh, not a valid criticism. And I'm not saying either are, and I'm not saying either aren't, but they do apply both ways. I mean, they, in a they courtroom, should. you want to expose all the bias you can so you can at least ask the right questions. So if it could be interpreted two ways, then I want to know where the money's flowing. And if it's subject to debate, at least then you can say, well, if that guy lands on the side of where he's getting paid, you have to take that into consideration. And if this guy lands on the side of where he's getting paid, you have to take it into consideration. I think both are valid questions. It doesn't mean that it defines the answer, but it's a valid question.
1: All right, I'm and done. think about the people mm-hmm. – Putting this out. I mean, our own government, the most powerful people in our own government, the oh, most powerful people in the world. Well, here again, now we're willing now, on one
0: side to impugn our government as being the most discredited, awful part or awful thing we've ever experienced. But when the government takes over on the other side, well, that one's a good one, right? So instead of just saying, yeah, they're all subject to.
1: It's and it has it has gone down so far. It's ridiculous. And, and that's what it makes me sad. I mean, we, we were the beacons of scientific knowledge and scientific innovation. And now we are pushing fraudulent data.
0: Well, not only that. Here's what scares me more about this: is that if it is true, and I don't, I, I have I've only read what I've read, mm-hmm. which isn't uh, probably a, a, the tip of the iceberg. If it is true, though, that funding is not out there for people who want to challenge the science. If it's true that colleges and universities are, would cut you or not hire you or allocate dollars if you are challenging this, and it's true that they are allocating billions of dollars only to support this theory. It scares the crap out of me because one, there, there is no contrary theory, and two, what are we not doing in exploring that's with that money thing. that we could be doing? Right, that's we my biggest be, thing. We could be solving other problems like space force.
1: Well, that's different, and that's Jared likes space
0: force. That's why I said it. Ban.
1: Hang on, I'm trying to find the financial data All right, we that I had. That. And, and while he's going through, if everybody hasn't read between the line, I've been pretty much agreeing with
2: Jay on most of this. If you would like me not to agree, money. <laughs> so you you agree for money. You can be bought is yes, totally I didn't mean, see yeah, money bought, changing right. hands
0: before that must be when I was in the bathroom. Yeah, oh. Yes.
2: No no nobody's paid me. Jaden. I'm Jayden. Just saying, no. no. That's this is actually the way I feel. You do feel it. Right. I mean but I, you're it, willing it, to it change is, for money.
0: I understand. It is weird. I'm
2: not trying to create <laughs> a explosive. But I am willing to try an ex- explosive environment. But honestly, what would be interesting would to be bring one of those people that believe in cl- in climate change and global warming
1: in here out to High street, real quick. and see what they, they well say. So this guy, Tony Heller has open invitation. <clears throat> Willie soon. You've Willy seen soon, some of yes, his that videos. Guy, that guy is, Nobody will debate them and they can't.
0: They're not worthy of debate. They, but isn't <laughs> there
2: somebody that it, you're in your world, the people you rub elbows with that is somebody that is a believer in global warming or they all don't.
1: Oh no, there's a lot that do that, uh, a lot of my geologist buddies, no, because they understand the long. Yeah. Know, we understand cycles of the earth, um, but there's a lot that they've done that changes people's minds. It's uh, it's pretty ridiculous.
2: I guess. I guess what what is look. I I like everything he's saying. I I've, again, I, I get bombarded through my whole life, pretty much, with global warming and the climate change, and we need to address these things. And now it's the entire platform for for politicians now, or at least a big right. part. Which but when scare I you look back, yeah, when I look back and I do like what you just said, and I look at NASA with some of the facts, that I was like, "Well, how is the first time we met?" I was like, "How is Jay going to refute that?" And it is; it's consistent with what he's saying. It's it's looking back to the 19th century only, and he just pulled up the you know the 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 core results that show that the you know carbon <laughs> dioxide but least, was higher than. If it another was giant back then.
1: meteor hits the Earth, it will change things. That's not the scariest. We'll oh get, yeah, we'll look look get into this. That that's that's be a different yeah, show. Look at this. NASA surface, NASA surface temperature. NASA surface temperature graphs have completely erased the post 1940 cooling seen in the 1974 NCAR graphs. So, this is what, up until 1974, our temperature data looked like.
0: And what on what so formula think, did they rely to
2: do this? Uh, did somebody sit down with NASA and say, "This is the this is the dialogue we're pitching"? you need to stay in uh, in line or not. Oh, I think all
0: those people got this moved down. I think it's
1: a I think it's a I think it's a political movement. Mm. That's what I think it is.
0: Well, it is too. if you re- we're going to do recover that. I mean, software.
1: look, he has links all the data. You can go to the Excel data, right here spreadsheet. You can go to all the data and I pretty much trust this guy. I mean, this guy worked in the system. What I love and Steve, you would love this, his uh, algorithm to go back and and he just gets all
0: these these old, he's got like an open bullion search some, for yeah, yeah and, uh, and stuff. he
1: he can pull stuff out from these from these old obscure defunct papers, you know. Another ice, another ice ice. Ice. that's seventy five. I mean, it's it's crazy.
0: I remember reading Time magazine on greenhouse effect and all this stuff. Yeah, and yeah. It's
1: a, now. I'm not saying. I mean, the uh, what I've always said is the Earth will cleanse itself. And it appears it's on a twelve thousand to fifteen thousand year cycle. I guess right. if I'm playing devil's and advocate, right? Not eleven years. No. Well, we're in the twenty-six years is what I'm hearing now from twenty-six. That's a kernels of truth type thing. We're gonna, thing.
0: we're gonna. Here, let's, let's. Here's what we got to do um we got to wrap it up for this one we might do another one though i think there might be a part three for jay we need we need videos so bad yeah we need more jared's face 11 years (laughs) we need more we're gonna leave that cliffhanger because there's a lot going on here and let me just uh here here's a here's a few things first of all um we're gonna get to hear a lot more jay he has got his own podcast coming right here on channel 511 the kernels of truth I love with, the name, with of the Truth, great name. And, you know, I might even sit in on some of that with you because I love this stuff. But uh, I think the idea of that podcast is to expose this and all sorts of other just sort of bad, weird yeah. stuff well, that's going on out there. The, that take does the go comb.
1: right into, and all four of us could just have another conversation. Well, so we might. Of, um, I told you, the movie 2012, watch that movie, that's your homework, and we can start from there all right
0: that's what 2012 we'll i have watch the movie <laughs> so, 2012 two bits of homework Jared watch for <laughs> yeah. kernels of truth it'll be released here from channel 511 <laughs> yeah. here in the coming weeks or months or soon uh we have lots of other stuff also going on jay we'll probably do another we probably do.
2: yeah we'll we do more. because we do I, would, I, I need to keep getting my devil's advocate in here yeah, yeah. no I, got, I love having we've got Jeff the admissions no. growing up we've got you just said china's putting up all these different things so if that path continues. At some point, can We're the good. world heal, heal itself talk. even in the face of all we those We have
0: to emissions? talk about the green movement. We have to talk yeah. about politics. We it's, have to talk about socialism. far and
1: greater than that. Okay. And the solar system, or the earth, the solar system, the galaxy is far um, oh, more resilient, it. but stronger than you can ever Thanks. All right. right. More to come. More to come. So here,
0: until then, there's lots of uh, all the mainstream stuff happening at Channel 511. Jared, you still got the comedians. You're rocking it down in Nashville and back. Lots of good footage out on Channel 511. You can check that out on YouTube. And by the way, if you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel yet, it is high time you did so. Easy enough. You can search it on YouTube. That's uh, that's one way. An easy way, though, is to go to channel511.com. That's channel511.com. Scroll to the bottom, click the YouTube icon. It'll take you right to YouTube where you can just ring the bell and get your content ad nauseum every day. Coming out of the Comedians on South High with Jared, Kenny Mock, Bobby Dodd, Jason Banks.
2: Comediansonsouthhigh.com. You can also go there. All of the podcasts will be listed. Yes. Yeah, so Videos, new videos. Another great Jokes that you have
0: heard and haven't heard. So that's new. It was beta tested. Now it is out and ready and rocking and rolling. The Comedians on South dot com. All spelled out, right?
1: You got it. All, all right. spelled out. Comedians uh-huh. on South dot com.
0: How does that happen? Well, that happens here at Channel 511. Lots of uh, support and help happening. Dan Buckley at Dan Buckley Photography, making all the video and photographic content look professional. Why? Because it is professional. He is a professional photographer. Need some professional photography services? You know how to reach him. Dan Buckley. No weddings, please. Danza man. <laughs> uh, that too. All right. So we also have the sound. Anybody who says this sounds awesome, this is better than any radio station I've ever heard. This is better than any podcast I've ever heard. Well, there's a reason for that too. We got Freddie B doing the mix up out there at Studio B up near Mount Vernon. And if you ever had a, a uh, inkling to go record yourself singing, playing, making music, you can do that up there. Contact us. In the middle of the best plug ever, I get the sorry, noise. guys. So, contact us, channel 511com Hook you up with Freddie B and Studio B. We got Dwayne Napper uh, laying down the tracks out there as we speak. Uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, otherwise, what is coming? Lawyer talk, time and time again, week in and week out, bringing you content. And uh, we are here probably next time with Jay Simons yet again. Uh, maybe another primer before "Kernels of Truth" is officially released. So, thanks, Jay. Uh, Thank you. Appreciate the the format. The most important announcement of all. We are now on Patreon. What does that mean? That means you can help us help you. That means you can help us keep the content flowing. That means you can help us give you what you love, what you crave, what you need. We know it's an addiction. Feed it. Help us feed you. How do you do it? You just go to Channel511.com, just like on YouTube. Remember I said that a hundred times? Go to Channel511 on or go to channel511.com scroll to the bottom you will see the patreon icon click it it'll take you right there sign up and uh, you can start contributing uh one dollar is all it takes one dollar a month you want to do more we like that too five dollars would be better if one dollar is good i think C-note so would be better i think so anyway <laughs> anyway so we would appreciate any patreon support the 511 Marketplace will be coming soon, and you will check out at channel511.com, where we will have all sorts of swag, comedians on South High wear, lawyer talk wear, just basic 511, icon wear, maybe even some coffee coming. We shall see. Are so, we doing Flame and Beard on there? Flame and Beard will be there, too. All the products you hear us talk about will be featured. When at- it
1: gets done, you will be hearing my teenage bondage queen from the
0: kidnapper <laughs> and the abductors. And if that's not motivation enough to join Patreon, I don't know what is, neither do I, but it's (laughs) going to be good. So uh, this is Lawyer Talk off the record, on the air, bringing you all the latest science, at least until now.